Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Tank Podcast. My name is Mike Brown, coming to you live after another Houston Rockets game. Rockets lose tonight, 116 to 109. Uh, lose at the Raptors tonight. Very interesting game on multiple fronts. I want to talk to you. If you were joining us live here on Spotify Live, first of all, thank you. Second of all, you're a quick, quick of a button, quick click of a button being on. You hit that request to speak button. I will bring you up live on stage. We can talk all things Houston Rockets basketball. We can talk about multiple things tonight. We can talk about uh, Jabari Smith. We could talk Alperin Shengun. We could talk Usman Garuba. We could talk KJ Martin. We could talk Garrison Matthews. We could talk the corpse that is Eric Gordon. Uh, We could talk about anything you guys want. This is the most interactive Houston Rockets podcast in the game. You have something to say. You have something to talk about. You hit that request to speak button. Come up on stage and let's talk about it. Until then, let's break down the box score. Jabari Smith tonight. Uh, First of all, Rockets lose 116-109. Fairly good game across the board. Rockets were up by eight after one. They were down by three at half. They were down by four going into the fourth. Get outscored by three in the fourth. Lose by seven. Jabari Smith, 15 points. Alperen Sengun had 17 and 8. Uh, Jabari Smith, congrats on the double-double. 15 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Eric Gordon sucked royal ass tonight, uh, but we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. played 40 minutes tonight. He had 12 points. He did have 11 assists. Not a great night shooting the ball, um, but doing his thing uh, with the assists, uh, I thought he had a, a pretty solid game playmaking-wise. Uh, Jalen Green, 8 of 14 from the field, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 21 points. Uh, on the bench, Usman Garuba, 4 points, 8 rebounds. He brought the energy, the good vibes tonight off the bench. K.J. Martin, another impressive game, 5 of 6 from the, uh, from the field, 2 of 3 from the three-point line. He had six rebounds. He had two blocks, no turnovers. Uh, Tari Eason was a man amongst boys tonight. He played awesome. And I saw the tweet from Jonathan Fagan about it not being optimal that every time Tari Eason uh, getting the ball, he was, you know, head down field, if you will. Like he was just looking to get to the bucket at all costs. He wasn't able to finish. Jonathan Fagan didn't think that that was a good thing. I totally disagree. I loved Tari Eason tonight. I thought Tari Eason was spectacular, phenomenal, 
Uh, oh, he was awesome, baby, with a capital A. I mean, he was fun tonight. Okay, we'll talk about more talk more about him in a minute. Uh, Garrison Matthews was 0 of 3 from the field tonight. He had four minutes. He was a minus eight tonight. Like playing four minutes in an NBA game and you're a minus eight, that's a terrible performance. Garrison Matthews should be out of this rotation. Period. End of story. Uh, right now, I'm not saying forever, but right now he's just not good. He doesn't bring enough on a night in and night out basis. He had a good game on, what was it, Monday? He had a nice game. He went 2 of 2 from the field. He was 0 of 3 tonight. He only played four minutes, but that minus eight, that's literally the difference in the game. And yes, if if Garrison Matthews did not play those four minutes, do the Rockets win this game? You know, they lost by seven. They were a minus eight when Garrison Matthews was in the game. I'm not going to say that the Rockets win this game, but what I will say is if you put somebody else in there, if you play, you know, Tari Eason maybe 25 minutes instead of 21 minutes, you don't think this is a closer game the way Tari was playing? Like, yeah, he was 5 of 15 from the field tonight, but he's a rookie. This is what rookies are supposed to do, is play the way that Tari Eason played tonight. And we'll talk more about that here in a few. Once again, great crowd here on Spotify Live tonight. You guys want to talk Rockets basketball? Per the use, you hit that request to speak button. I bring you up on stage. Uh, if you have terrible takes, trust me, I'll tell you. I'll keep you on stage, you know, for as long as it's, you know, necessary. But we'll have fun. We'll talk all things Rockets. Uh, Deshaun Nix, uh, as I say that, we bring in the senior Hebrew hammer of the city of Houston, Pops Brown out in Sugarland. Pops was going down. Pops hit on mute. Pops hit on okay, you. You know, the old people have a little trouble with the electronics. So, okay. yeah, they do. Hey, so yes. I, I'm not going to even talk, you know, I'm disappointed we lost. Oh my God. I liked most of the effort for, from what I saw. The biggest gripe mm. I'm going to have right now. Say it. Please say it. I know what you're going to say. Please say it. You've got Tari Eason, Kenyon Martin mm. Jr. Josh mm-hmm. Christopher, who God knows, mm. I might have to put his picture on the back of a milk carton or something. You've got these mm. guys. Why is Eric Gordon out there? Not only at crunch, he is out there at crunch time. End of the first half, took two stupid shots. He plays no defense. Mm. He was in crunch time mm. at the end of this game. Tari Eason is is going to be a nice player. Uh, uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. and Christopher all need to see the floor. Matthews doesn't need to see the floor. And I don't get Eric Gordon. Just hurry up and trade him already, and let's get these guys some playing time. They're starting to get into a nice little rhythm. Um, but Gordon comes so, in so here's, and blows it all up. So here's the thing, right? You and I, I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. Usman, uh, uh, Alper and Shangun deserve to finish that game tonight. That was wrong. That was wrong on Silas to take him out with two minutes left. You were down by six. Alper and Shangun played well enough tonight, in my assessment, to finish that game for the Rockets. Him and Tari Eason. Steven Silas is an idiot. He sucks. He's terrible. 
Like, why do you not? Why do you not? Uh, not congratulate. What word? Uh, not reciprocate. What am I trying to say? Reward. Why do you not reward Tari Eason for the game that he played tonight? He was a plus nine, and KJ was a plus eighteen. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why do you take those guys out and you put fat Eric Gordon in? That's what he is. From now on, he is the <laughs> F-E-G. He is fat Eric Gordon. He sucks. And the thing, well, he'll be gone. No, I, he'll be gone by the trade deadline. How do you deadline. know? We said this last year. let these other kids get his minutes? Come on, man. But that's what I'm saying, dude, is – we said this last year. We said that we literally said the same thing. Like I'm on I'm on month. God, I can't even tell y'all what is it like 39 of Invisalign at this point. Like we've been having the same conversation about Eric Gordon since I've started Invisalign. That's how bad this is at this point. You finally got a game tonight where I was saying to myself, I was like, you know what, dude? Yes, you know what? They're going to lose, but they're going to lose the right way tonight. Go out swinging. Like, go out with Tari Eason balling out. KJ Martin. You know? It just... They they play like rookies, which is okay. Like, I'm okay with that. But down the stretch, Jalen Green not touching the ball more is unacceptable. Unacceptable. You know? Yeah. He had to have the ball the, the, The final five tonight for the last three minutes deserved to be... KPJ, Jalen Green, Tari Eason, Jabari Smith Jr., and either Shangoon or KJ Martin. Like, swap either one of those guys. I would have gone Shangoon. It, it's tough the way that Tari was playing tonight. I wanted KJ out there. KJ Martin is playing his ass off right now. You can't, I can't say enough nice things about KJ because he was pissed off in the offseason. Yeah. So was I. He expressed frustration with the organization. So did I. They've rewarded him with time, more time on the court, which I believe he should have gotten, <laughs> and he's playing well. You know? You know, is Raphael Stone going to pull his head out of his ass and give him an extension? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. But he's the perfect type of guy to get an extension at this point. Why not? You're not spending money anywhere else. Tillman's not making money. <laughs> Please, the number of no. people going to games at this point. There's no way Tillman's making money on concessions and parking and beer and, and memorabilia at this point. So maybe that's not why, you know, he's giving out that extension, just throwing that out there. You know, it just t- tonight they were doing so well, but they left such a sour taste in my mouth at the end of that game. Because Silas, again, can't coach his way out of a paper bag. Can't do it. that's where it leads to. And, you know, when, when you're on a, not a role like this, you know, unfortunately it, it is the head coach who ends up getting the ax. So, you know, I'm looking for okay, but let me ask you a question. To, to be coaching this team by Thanksgiving. So there you go. So you would fire Silas. Uh, yeah. He's with what he's got. And I get it. He got a raw deal his first year here. But these guys are good enough. They're being competitive. They're, he's just making, this is my opinion, a lot of dumb decisions. I get it. You want to, you know, Eric Gordon, hurry up and trade him already and let the other guys develop, and he's just not that guy. Sorry, 
you know, you're two and 10, blah, blah, you know, um, something's got to change. And the only thing I can see is Silas. I mean, that's fair. No, I mean, look, you're, you're not wrong, dude. I appreciate you joining the show, brother. My man. Uh, if anybody else would like to come up on stage, you're more than welcome. Uh, look, man, I do feel like Pops is not wrong. You know, the what they're doing at this point, they're, they're getting – first of all, the talent on this team is getting better. You can see it night in and night out. This team is making better plays on a more consistent level. They lost tonight in Toronto by seven points. I'm not going to fault them for losing by seven points to a really talented Toronto team. That is a very good Toronto team. I mean, that team improved to seven and five tonight. They're playing without Pascal Siakam. Fred Van Fleet is a freaking monster. OG Anuobi, very nice player. Barnes is good. They have Gary Trent. Uh, they've got, you know, Thaddeus Young, who played 27 minutes tonight. He had eight rebounds. They're so well coached. They have Otto Porter Jr. I look at this Rockets team, and first of all, I have to I have to send out an apology because Alperen Shangun is playing really well right now offensively. He's trying harder defensively. He's just he's not good defensively. Like this team right now, you have to watch this team, and you have to say to yourself that they're playing without uh, Bruno Fernando who really is him and, and Usman Garuba are their true, the two true consistent rim protectors. KJ Martin has had a couple blocks the last couple games that have been outstanding, but he's not a consistent rim protector. He's not a big man. They're also playing these games without Jay Sean Tate. The Rockets miss a guy like Jay Sean Tate. They miss his toughness. They could have used him tonight on Otto Porter Jr. They could have used him tonight against a guy like uh, Gary Trent, who had 11 points. Uh, Barnes had 13. Uh, Anuobi just could not miss the first half. He had 27 points. So watching this team right now, I got to tell you, I got to tell y'all, if you're listening right now, you're listening tomorrow, the days, the upcoming days, first of all, thank you. It's always greatly appreciated. Uh, I don't thank y'all enough for listening to the show, supporting the show, your guys' support means the world to me, means the world to the Dream Shake, means the world to Jeremy. Um, we, I, I was fired up, man, watching this team tonight. They were competing. You know, I said it, you know, nth times before, and I'll continue to say it because the they keep trotting Gordon out there for 29 minutes. I know I'm a broken record, but I would rather lose by 30 then lose by seven and play Eric Gordon. You cannot tell me. You honestly, guys, y'all cannot sit here. And I'm I'm talking to everybody. If you want to tweet me at Mike Brown underscore 2020, you want to come up on stage right now, you want to try and dispel what I'm about to say. You nobody can tell me the Rockets would definitely not have won tonight if they would have played Josh Christopher 29 minutes. You can't tell me that. You cannot tell me that Josh Christopher. The, his vibes, okay, last year. He showed enough last year to earn some playing time. He's just sitting there on the bench. For lack of a better term, he's rotting away on the bench. Okay? 
If you ask me right now, would I rather make a bet on Steven Silas and his career in the league or Josh Christopher? I'm taking Josh Christopher. Steven Silas is a dead man walking at this point. Nice guy. Would love to have dinner with him. If he's listening to the show, thank you for your support. I'll meet you at Papa Doe. I'll meet you at, you know, Chili's. I'll, t- I'll take you to the Olive Garden, okay? But you're going to be an assistant coach next year. That's, it. That's your lane. You're not ready to be a head coach, Steven. You cannot look at the roster tonight. You cannot look at the analytics of this game. And you cannot say that Tari Eason should have only played 21 minutes. He had your second highest plus minus tonight. In 21 minutes tonight, you were nine points better than the Toronto Raptors. How does not somebody on that coaching staff, right? How does somebody not go up to him and be like, fam, Tari's got to play. He's a rookie. Don't give me this <clears throat> dead legs uh, excuse on Tari Eason. Anybody who watched the game tonight, I watched every minute of this game tonight. He had, they took him out with four minutes left. You're going to tell me he didn't have four more minutes in him? I mean, come on, guys. You look at the, the schedule upcoming. Uh, you know, the Rockets more than likely don't lose again until, uh, what is it, Saturday? They're off until Saturday. They play on, yeah, the 12th. Today's the 9th. Yeah, they don't play again until Saturday. They have two days off after today. The way that Tari Eason was playing, he deserved to stay in the game. But no, what does idiot Steven Silas do? He takes out Tari Eason. And puts in fat Eric Gordon. That is inexcusable. Taking out Usman uh, Alpor and Shangun. That's, that's stupid. That's just dumb. You gave up two layups in the last two minutes. And again, you know, I'm, I'm watching the game tonight. And honestly, tonight's loss should make everybody happy. You know, it was a pretty entertaining game from the beginning to the end. So if you're watching this team night in and night out, like a lot of you are, first of all, Mazel Tov, the the Rockets organization, if you're watching this team and you don't have to, like myself, who has to do a podcast, you know, Jeremy and I are each one of us after every single game. If you're a fan watching this team night in and night out, the Houston Rockets organization should send you a gift certificate to a restaurant of your choice. James says, any guys across the league you think would fit in well with this team? Not previously discussed guys. That's interesting. That's a really interesting question, James. Um, let's see. Um, uh, it's a good question, man. It's a, it caught me off guard. That's why I'm, I'm trying to think on the fly here. Um, there's nobody from the list me whatsoever. I mean, if they were trying to move on and, and make a deal there. Um, I mean, I think, I think what this team is in desperate need of, and I think that a guy like Garrison Matthews tries to fill this role. I think the Rockets are in desperate need of a knockdown shooter, like a guy that you could put out there. Jabari's that guy, but you're asking Jabari to do a lot more than just to be a knockdown shooter. I know people are not going to love this name. But I feel like, James, to answer your question, the first guy that comes to mind is Duncan Robinson. 
I know he makes a lot of money. I know his salary is massive. But if you were to move on from a guy like Eric Gordon and you were asked to take back a guy like Duncan Robinson, and if Miami was willing to sweeten that deal with a first-round pick, I would do that deal. Um, Another guy that pops into my mind, you know, the Rockets could use a guy. I was watching the Brooklyn uh, Knicks game tonight. A guy like a Joe Harris, just to come in, go out there, be a a 40% type of of three-point shooter. I know those guys are not easy to come by. Very quickly, while I'm doing the show live right now, I'm going to try and track down what Duncan Robinson is doing uh, this year uh, stats-wise. Let me see here, Duncan Robinson. While I look that up, um, Ryan says, does this team even want to win? I'm not convinced right now. I don't think that's fair, Ryan. Look, I think, and this year, Duncan Robinson, he's averaging six points. Uh, He's shooting, yeah, he's he's shooting 34% from three, which is down for him. Um, So, you know, an interesting guy to me. Uh, another name, uh, would be somebody like a Seth Curry, James, to answer your question. So those are two guys there. Let's bring up a good friend of the show, Ryan. Ryan, welcome to the show, my friend. How are hey, you? Hey, Mike. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I just, I've, this team has way too good of talent to be two and nine. Am I wrong? Uh, two and 10. Two and 10. Yeah. Doesn't, you know, I only, I, just, know, I only know that because we just did the game eleven show the other night where they improved to two and nine. I um, I haven't been able to find the excitement in this team right now, and it's sad. Well, it was tonight. I mean, did you watch the game tonight? I missed it. I was with a friend today, so I wasn't able to okay. catch the game. But okay, so take it from me. Watch it. This was a game going into the fourth. They were only down four points. the The excitement in this team right now. I'll give you the guys to be excited about. Jabari Smith tonight. There was a play, I'm sure you'll see the replay, where he took uh, Coloco straight to the hole with a nice finish at the rim. He talked some trash to Coloco, and he got teed up for it. Jabari's yeah. starting to find his swag a little bit. You know he's been sick. He's basically been sick the last week. They talked about it on the broadcast tonight. Um, um, you know, so Jabari... Uh, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is playing his tail off right now. He's doing his best. I mean, he's had back-to-back uh, double-digit assist games the last couple nights. Jalen Green is so starting the, to the, see it a little bit more. Yeah. The name I want to talk to you about is uh, sure. is KJ because there's talks of KJ getting an extension. Do you extend him right now or do you wait a little bit longer? Oh, man. Um, it's a tough one, Ryan. Um before I answer that, James is right. The goon squad of Garuba, Tari Eason, and KJ Martin, so much energy, so much fun to watch. That's probably James is right. Uh, that hits the nail on the head for me. That was the funnest part of the game tonight was watching that energy lineup because they leaned into what this team needs to be, which is just run and gun as much energy as possible. Would I sign KJ right now? Yeah. It depends. I mean, what's I give me give me a what would you sign him to? And I'll tell you yes or no. That's that's more. Fun. Um, I would I would want to do another team friendly deal like we got KPJ on. Ooh. You know where the Rockets are in full control of it. You're talking about like eighty million dollar like, deal because if so, I ain't touching that. 
Is that what? Oh man. Well, I mean, his his deal. There's a lot of incentives, but the totality of the deal is four years. Eighty. What was it? Eighty-two million dollars. I would do like team three years with three years. The last years are like like a team option kind of thing. Okay. I mean, James says I think KJ earned a Tate size deal, which is like a three year, twenty-two million dollar type deal. I would do that. I would very much do that deal for for KJ. Here's here's the risk that the Rockets run when you start handing out these types of deals. And this is what a lot of people are not talking about. And it's okay because we're still very early in the season. You've said this before. Yeah. If you start signing guys like this, you have no idea where this next draft is going to take you. It's true. And what I mean by that is – if you're giving KPJ the deal that you're giving him, which I said it before, I'll say it again, I like that deal that they gave him. But what happens if you end up with the number two pick in the draft and you take Scoot Henderson? You're now paying KPJ to come off of your bench on that deal. Well, they've gotten, what, three, and they've gotten two in the last couple of years, so they're bound to get number one now. I mean, I think it's, it's it's in our cards now, dude, and if they get one, you know who are, they're, they're going to go for Vic, Wim, uh, Wim and so. Well, if, uh, if, they, if they go if they go in Banyama, if they land the number one pick in the draft, and I want to address what Sean said in the chat real quick, uh, right after this, if you get when Banyama, that brings up an even bigger question. What do you do with your front court? You're not sending Jabari to the bench. Sorry. He's your power forward of the future. Tari Eason is now working his way into, and by the way, I called this giving myself a little pat on the back. Not a big pat, but a little pat. I said that this guy would be your starting small forward by the All-Star break. He's going to be your starting forward by the All-Star break. Uh, There's no doubt about it. But then now you've got him. You've got K.J. Martin. You've got Jay Sean Tate. You've got a really crowded front court. Well, yeah, I think I that's when you would question decisions. You'd question Garuba at that point. Well, I mean, I, I think Garuba's playing, you know, I think Garuba's your backup four when this team starts to develop a little bit more next year. You know, I, Garuba's done nothing but impress me since getting more minutes. That's why, again, like I continue to go back to this. And what Sean says is, though I've never seen a 2-10 two and, ten, two and ten team so extension happy, it's all on coaching, man. Like it all comes back to coaching. Every gripe that we have with this team at this point, for the most part, is about coaching. The rotation's not right. Uh, too many minutes going to the wrong guys. Tari Eason playing 21 yeah, minutes we, tonight is ridiculously – Yeah, it's stupid. We've all, we we, to, we we've all known that. Yeah, for sure. You know, Silas is, the, is now in question, and he's been in question for some time now, and – it's just a matter of time and when. You know, I, I know, I know, I know. Him and Raval Stone have, or whoever has a good relationship, but it's not a matter of relationship. It's a matter of where do you want this team to go? You want this team to keep doing what they're doing and get nowhere, or you know, start making the step up that next spectrum to get you know more than twenty. Went, but they had twenty wins overall. Twenty wins last year all together. I think yep. twenty something wins. Twenty four. And, so, and they're yeah, on I mean, track to get a terrible season again. And you're right. And to go back to what James asked before, what guy do I think the Rockets need to add to this roster? I think he's already on the roster. I think it's Josh Christopher. 
Like every guy that we just talked about, like a knockdown shooter, go look at the highlights from Josh Christopher last year. That's him. He's that dude. You know, like how much fun would it be to see a bench brigade of Josh Christopher, Ty Ty Washington, Usman Garuba, uh, KJ Martin, and Tari Eason right now? Like how much fun would that be? Like I'd watch, I would watch that lineup play checkers, you know, because they they'll vibe each other up and just be excited in so many different you, ways. But but any final you know thoughts before team, we wrap the show up, Ryan? You know what this what this team is missing is they're missing an identity, dude. They have no identity. That's the big I, thing. There's no identity. I think that's fair. I think that's a really fair assessment and a good point by you. I will say this: I think that they do have an identity. I just don't think they've leaned into it enough. Like their identity is youth. That's what they're known for in the league is being the youngest, either them or Oklahoma City. I need to look at the ages, but they are youth energy. It's what the Rockets do. And if they yeah, leaned but, so, more into it, even if they're losing games, they're still developing their talent. They're still giving okay. their most important players the most minutes. So, so lastly, who who are they building the team around? Who who's the is it Jalen Green or Jabari's team? Whose teams who who whose team is this? I think it's a, you know I don't think that it's a an individual's team. I, I really don't. I think the way I'll phrase it is the Rockets are trying to create a Mount Rushmore of leaders of the team. I think they're looking for the group. I don't think they're looking for a guy to say, okay, it's his team. You look in, in Orlando, that's what Orlando has. Orlando's, that's Paolo's team. Or I should say that's Paolo and Jalen Suggs' team. But Paolo is the alpha on that team. I think the Rockets are looking for a group of guys to lead this team. I think it's a, a combination right now. If you're asking me, I think it's Jabari. I think it's Jalen. I think it's Tari. And I think it's... KPJ? Um, no, see, I, I think I would go Alperin Shingun over KPJ. I love KPJ, the man. I love him as a basketball player. I still don't love him as a point guard. I think he's still developing, but he's getting better at it. Fair. But I think those are the four. I think those are the four leaders of the team right now. I think that's what they're trying to build around. Shangun's the shakiest of those four. I think Tari Eason has the capability of being an all-NBA first-team or all-rookie NBA first-team player this year if he gets the minutes. You can't do that getting 21 minutes a game. But, well, but you, 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 you wouldn't put Tate in there? No, it's not Tate's team. No. I, think Tate, I think Tate is an elder statesman of the team, but it, he's not a, he's not a, a leader of the team. Well, I take that back. He's not a building block of the team. I think he's one of the leaders of the team, but he's not a building block. Jay Sean Tate, if they were to get the right type of trade, Jay Sean Tate is the perfect player, and he has the perfect contract to be like a contract filler. And I love Tate. I, I'm a big Tate guy. I'm not buying a jersey because I've learned my lesson. I've got you know $300 worth of Harden jerseys in my closet. But I'm not yeah. buying a jersey of Tate, but I love Tate. And I hope they don't trade him, but he has that perfect contract. Like Garrison Matthews at this point, I would trade him for a pack of you know juicy fruit in a, in a Thin Mints. You know what I mean? 
I so. thought I was telling you last night, man. I said Garrison Matthews is inconsistent and doesn't have a fit on this team. Yeah, he doesn't have a consistent fit. I, I like him in spurt minutes, but it is what it is. You know, bad night for All him. Right. Well, on that note, I'll let you go, Mike, but thank you again, man, as always. You got it, brother. Um, ah, oh, great night tonight. A lot of Rockets talk. You'd love to see it. Uh, Rockets lose tonight, 116-109, to drop to 2-10 and 10 on the season. This has been another episode of the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Thank you all again for listening. If you're on Twitter, make sure to search the Dream Take. Give us a follow there. Give a follow to the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com on any day that ends in Y for all things Houston Rockets. We'll be back live with you Saturday night when the Rockets travel to the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll talk with you again Saturday night, Rockets fans. And until next time, go Rock. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.